Cool. Ready? Set. Go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike and Max Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Keep It Simple Off-Road and Stage 8 Fasteners. One day... <laughs> oh, I'm your host, Mike Austin. Sorry. And I'm bad. Max. I got distracted. Keeping you entertained. Right. Well, that was a good switch up, huh? Dude, that was funny. You're, it was entertaining. That that post you made today? Oh, the uh, that was from one of the old pool parties where <laughs> Brian... Who's yeah. like the buff guy? Yeah, and in shape was literally talking to you about like eating and certain things about working out. Yeah, and our buddy Chris Gilpin, Orange <laughs> Chris, was like, "You don't know what you're doing. I'll tell you what you're doing wrong, Mike." Yeah, that's when I ask yeah. ma- about macros from the Tan Hulk. Yeah, and Chris leans in on his float, was <laughs> yeah. drinking a beer, Ye- yelling. Yeah, yelling. Hey, all you gotta do is just go drink a beer, bro. Yeah, but. It was pretty damn funny. And then Brian just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I saw that down there, I had to read it. I had to get my glasses out to read it. I was like, nice. this part is hysterical to me. So I don't know. About you didn't the- like the part of you and Brian touching muscles and shit? Oh, yeah. I totally touched his muscles. So I was yeah. the chick in that? Oh, it was because you had him no, named as Brian. No, it said, maybe you didn't see it. The little text on the top two photos, it says, like, people work out, people think you work out to get chicks. Right. But you really work out, and it gets you got, like guys uh, asking questions. Yeah, <laughs> that's why the first picture was Brian and like a chick. Yeah, that was a generic. It was just with a head cropped on there. Yeah, yeah. And the second one was Brian and you, because you guys were like, you're all like, dude, how do you do yeah. it? You know, how do you get so whatever fit and lean? Well, you're and- gonna ask a fat person for advice. You're gonna ask if somebody's ripped. You know what I mean? Like, who's the fat person in this scenario? Any by, fat person by name? No, please. no. Gilpin? What I'm saying is. Oh. There's a reason I waited to talk to Brian. <laughs> Ain't nobody in our group that's as toned up as that dude. Right on. It was funny. Yeah, it is funny. I thought of that, and I, I, it took me like several minutes of not working to get that done. Dude, you did a good job. I yeah. like it when they pop out. Yeah. Hey, so on uh, uh, stage eight locking fasteners, um, for those that are wondering, I have not put them on the wheelies yet. I haven't had time yep. uh, between just knocking out, getting ready to go on that vacation, and I'm going to do a video on them. Nice. So, That'd be cool. So that should be coming up, so stay tuned to the YouTube channel for that. And all this new stuff is external, right? Like, you don't have to take the axle shaft out. No, I'm just going to I think you just got to take the bolts out, which the axle shaft should stay, yep. s- like, tight. Or you could leave one, right, Till you put a couple new ones in. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take one out, put one yeah. in, put one out, put one in, and at the end do the locking yeah. thing. But I, I, um, I kind of want to see how it goes. But I was in such a wicked thrash to leave yeah. that you can't well, even walk. Well, you've been busy. Can't even walk through like, my garage. You still have dude. work. You had a big trip. Now you got work again. Yep. Come back and catch up on not yep. mesh. Because when I left, apparently you guys had a lot of rain. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. did we. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so yeah, look forward. To, uh, stick around. And um, also, too, I got a couple extra shirts we're going to raffle out. Nice. Not raffle, but we'll yeah, just give ahead. them away. Oh. You going to sell some tickets? Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do something nice. cool. Maybe I'll take them to the next meet and greet, Ooh. and I'll do a thing at the meet Where, and greet. Where's that at? I don't know. There's, there'll be one close somewhere. Yeah. And then I'll you know, give out a... You remember <laughs> our, when... Our we, details are so good. Well, because we're making it up on the spot. You remember when you had that t-shirt gun? You still have that? No. Oh, damn. Remember when I was going to take one to the chest for one? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I almost shot a cop in the face with one. At, oh, really? Uh, That's not good. In like Havasu, but he ducked. Oh, shit. Dude, this thing, it was, it was powered up, too. Like, full juice. <laughs> and then, like, I shot it at a crowd... But my velocity, my trajectory might have been a little high towards like neck and face. Get him right in the face. And the whole crowd split, and there was the cop standing behind them. And then, like, you know, he just came over and said, maybe uh, don't aim at people's faces. And I was like, oh, my bad. What a dick. He could have just said, Do you see my reflexes? This is all pre, like, we hate the cops, you know? Which I don't don't even hate cops, but. 
I don't like, either. I did the, see something. Uh, no, we'll skip all that. Wow. It was about back in the blue. What? We, um, <laughs> now let's just skip all. We don't listen. Nice. Let's get over all that shit. Dude, our detail anyway. is great. Dude, it doesn't matter, bro. We're just chilling. So here's what we're gonna do. Mike went on a cool ass trip. Yes. To Colorado, you got to wheel with some different people yes. and some of our friends. You had a ton of truck issues. Yes. So I was hoping we could do like a whole episode on like your new tow truck issues, good and bad. Because you said there was still plenty of good, even yeah. with the bad. And then we could do a whole episode on like the wheeling trip. Yeah. I'm cool with that. All right. So you pick the one that I wanted to go with. Go. The truck? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> right. was a question. Because that's where it starts. Anyway, the um, it might be hard because of my brain. I'm, oh, we might jump all over the place. Okay. but well, So you it? may have to what listen to it too. The truck? Yeah, what is it? So it's a 95 Dodge Ram 2500 uh-huh. long bed standard cab work truck. Nice. A- a- actually, it's Elaria or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so I had to bust ass to get it ready, put a braking controller yeah, in there. Yeah, because you just got it, like weeks yeah. before the trip. I've driven it five, four times before this trip. And then, and all I did, I didn't even have a chance to clean it. I was just getting yeah. it prepped, like getting, you know, the hitch hooked up and all yeah. that stuff. And and then every single weekend I went camping with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, test this, test that, take it here, Which go did go good. Yes. It, yeah. It went good and bad. So we, so yeah, we had, I thought it was transmission issues oh, that's right. that ended up not happening. Um, still don't, I still haven't figured out the heater, but whatever. Hmm. Know what I mean? Did you look at the hoses to connect to the heater core? Yeah. So there's supposed to be some sort of door, but it's behind the main manifold and mm. I can't see it. Oh, so so okay. I hidden. just parked it and said, yeah. or I didn't even park it. I just drove it. Well, it's a hundred <laughs> degrees out. Not in Colorado, but oh. it does fog <laughs> up. You know what I mean? So I just carry a towel and wipe it off like the willies. Uh. Dude, the wheelies. Did you see the the rain in the wheelies? Is fucking hysterical. Oh. That little wiper. That I have that little electric wiper, and it goes, it goes, <laughs> and it just stutters like across it lo- the it window. It loads up and falls to the other side. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, and they're you know they're individual, so one doesn't work. If I pop uh. the, if I turn the passenger side on, it blows a fuse. So the um. Yeah, but. but dude, the window, the swing window is like three inches long, dude. <laughs> it's totally useless. The uh, it's funny though because I got cut in the rain. Anyways, all right, to the truck. All right, it's a 95 Ram 2500. You just got it. V10. V10. Auto, automatic. automatic. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and it pulled to the right Ooh. when I hit the brakes. So I kind of knew the front caliper was hanging. Okay. And like a dickhead, I just ignored it. Right? Oh, you already knew this before you went to Colorado. Yeah, so okay. instead of fixing that, I decided to change the steering. <laughs> right? Oh, that's right. So, yeah, like the, of, the, some of the linkage. Yeah, so the guy that I bought the truck from gave me all brand new shocks, a brand new steering stabilizer, and all the new parts for the steering, right? Oh, the track bar, all everything for the front end. So, um, and the one, the old setup worked fine. Had a little, the steering wheel was a little off and pulled a little, but it was it was fine. Not fine. It was like all the boots were ripped and shit. Yeah. It was super old. So anyways, I decided to do that. That took like six hours to change that <laughs> crap out. Dude, the axle sliding, you know, or the body's yeah. wiggling. Yeah, once you take that track bar out, that's a big yeah. motor and a big truck. I mean. Yeah, and it was just on those springs, you know, like. <laughs> so bo- bobblehead. I had to ratchet it all around and get it in the right spot. So it was just turned into a nightmare. I didn't have one tool. I had to go get a, a pitchfork <sighs> thing to knock out one of them, the track bar one. Anyway. It was just a different size because you you had a pickle for it. Yeah, I just didn't have one big enough. It's a monster on the track Damn. bar. So uh, at any rate, yeah. So, and dude, dude, I beat on that thing for thirty forty minutes. I get a pickle fork, three minutes. Yeah. It's out. It's like have the right tool, dude. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, 
I did all this the night before I'm supposed to leave. And I was trying to go do all. I still had to work. I had like a half a day. So the half a day turned into a full day still, which then turned into um, just so far behind on the trip. So I just hauled ass through everything in the truck, everything I could. I tried to keep it super light, but I didn't. Previous to all this, I I and this comes into play played later. I um I thinned all the tools for the Jeep. Yeah. I got rid of every duplicate I needed and I only put the stuff that will fix the Jeep. Well when you Yeah, but this was months before you bought the truck. Yeah, yeah, way yeah. before. Yeah. Well, now that you have a truck and a trailer, you need to have that crap too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I just didn't think of it. So I was missing a ton of tools, dude. Like I thinned it too fucking small and for the extra weight that they add i would rather have the tools so oh, yeah i'm putting everything back the way it was yeah it's a nightmare <clears throat> anyway and there's also tools like i'd never dealt with oh anyway i'd never dealt with like uh, unit bearings or any yeah. of that crap before because they got their own that big castle nut thing yeah everything has got another size another yep exactly so at any rate i threw everything in there and remember my big fear was going up i-17 like, oh, my God, yeah. going to flag. It's got those big-ass hills. If I slow down, I'm going to be screwed. Do you, do you know what the Jeep and trailer weigh together? Like, do you know what you're towing or no? No. The Jeep and trailer are roughly 7,500 pounds. Okay. Um, but that's a guess. I yeah. kept meaning to to to, to do it. Yeah. But both times I took the Jeep empty with gas. You know what I mean? And I take the spare tire off and I put it in the truck. And that really helps with the Jeep towing. Oh, okay. Like, dude, this thing will rip. <clears throat> excuse me 80 miles an hour around a turn and it doesn't sway it doesn't do anything nice it and it doesn't throw the truck around tows it beautifully well it's a long truck i mean it's yeah it's i guess it's ideal right like a lot yeah. of wheelbase and yeah the extended cab i think well, i guess the extended cab is just a short bed so same wheelbase probably i think they make extended cab long beds though yeah i bet any anyway, either way yeah. the the truck is fine pulling it what you need is a ford <coughs> four-door long bed like an 88 uh, i can't have a ford yeah they don't make that Whatever. I just, made, four, I just made up the year. I mean. <laughs> At any rate, they do in Mexico. The uh, they have a four door Ford, but <clears throat> I think it's mid nineties. Anyways, so um, late as hell. I think I took off around five, mm-hmm. five at night, something God, like that. Rookie. I know, rookie. So, <clears throat> um, so I take off super late, Fr- Friday. Yeah, and I thought it'd be cool because I'll just. I figured I'd roll. I roll into Durango around midnight. Okay, so at any rate, so I'm I'm going. Zero issues going up to flag. Like, it would pull 40 yeah, that, miles an hour. That was your big concern. Like, yeah. st- like stopping on the hill fully loaded. You definitely have to You definitely have to pay attention so you don't get stuck behind somebody. Yeah. Even if I had to cut someone off to yeah. get in that other lane and let them come around on my right. and Because if, if, they got, if you miss that timing, you're, you're, I was screwed. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was able to avoid all of that going up there. So I didn't know if it would work. I do find out if it works on the way back. At any rate, so I get up there, everything's rolling good, dude. I'm loving the truck, nice. right? I got the windows down up there, you know. I got the music yeah, it's on, good weather, chilling, bro. It's like it was the, made the drive so nice. Is the truck way more comfortable to sit in long term than the Jeep? Oh yeah, because the Jeep's pretty comfy too. I mean, the Jeep is comfy, but you don't have all that wind, that yeah. crazy ass wind. You don't have to wear that winter jacket, you know. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's just loud, and yeah. you, I have the head headset in there for my ears, but it's. Then it hurts your head, you know, yep. but it's, um, and the Jeeps, you're on your toes a lot more, you know, and you really can't hear music, but so the truck was way laid back. Um, really cool. Pulled, pulled fantastic, dude. Sometimes I was booking across like, um, some of the flats over by the four corners and shit. I looked down doing like 85 miles an hour, Damn. just flying nice. bro, and barely on the gas. So 
It's got it got it's it's good. It was, that was all awesome. So I get into town. I get into Durango. It was really uneventful. Oh no no no! I guess it, I did. Uh, so I pulled into Mexican Water. It's Mexican Water, I think, is the town. Okay. So everything's going great. Me and the truck are one. Right, <laughs> like the trailer of the truck, it's one. I could drive with one hand. I'm not sweating it. Yeah, <clears throat> I could even check the phone. The uh, oh, when I did my steering, I I never did get the steering wheel straight. <laughs> I just made it worse the other way. Yeah. So, uh, but it wasn't jumping around or anything. So, anyways, I pull into Mexican water. Everything's go- or Mexican town. Oh, what is it? What did I just say it was? There's Me- two Me- of them. Mexican water. Mexican water. Yeah. There, I was getting confused with Mexican hat. That's two separate ways. Not like it matters. Anyway, so I pull into the gas station. There's nobody there but the pumps, you know, and I'm like, hey, this is great. Big, awesome light. I'm pumping the gas. I'm like, oh, I should check the tires, man. So I check the tires, and one of the trailer tires is delaminating, right? It's coming apart, of blown course. up. So I was like, well, shit. And I was like, well, this is a good time to see if I have the lug nuts or the tools. That's when I started to realize I don't have tools. Uh, so I uh, dug the jack out of the truck, combined that, and I had to dig through every socket I had with the adapter to get to the trailer because uh, the trailer lug nut was just different i don't know why it wasn't i didn't have yeah. that impact so i luckily i had the adapter to adapt it down to a i had all my deep dishes with me oh like the yeah, yeah the regular like three eighths ratchet yeah. or whatever quarter yeah, <laughs> yeah something little <laughs> but uh so anyways no real big deal swap that out took off i go to take off i'm at the base of a hill and i take off and it's not going i'm like what in the world dude like I didn't realize I was at the bottom of a hill at that gas station. So it's it's taking forever. It's like second gear. It's like, wah, 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 and it just won't climb. And yeah. I'm like, what a piece of shit. You know, not, not a piece <laughs> of shit. I was like, I was just one with this thing. Yeah. And then the wind's kicking up. The dust is going. It's like I drove into a tornado, dude. Like, And I couldn't see anything. So I was like, that's super weird. Everything was going so perfect till I stopped for gas. And all I did is change the tire. And then, so anyways, I take off and, and get through all that crap. And I pull into to Durango. The truck was getting about nine miles to the gallon. I landed Philip once. That's so good. It's got a monster tank. Oh. On the way home, it was one and a half. That was it. Started with a full tank. I put half a tank in halfway, and that was it. And the, uh, yeah, it rocked, dude. <clears throat> so, anyway, um, yeah, I think. Like, I what's it cost to fill up a tank? On 90 truck? bucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, size. holy shit, dude. So it's like 30 gallons. Yeah. It had, oh, more than that. I think it's a. It's at least thirty-five and maybe a forty. I don't know if they. I don't know what okay. they make, but it's at least thirty-five gallons. Because I filled up and it shut my cart off. Damn! It, it stopped me at ninety bucks, and and were you, ha- you kind of happy though? It stopped. Yeah, but. dude. But and it was thirty-five and it still filled it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was on full, but that was good enough. Anyway, um, so I get into Durango and this crazy and um, pumping gas. You know it's. We're talking at this point now. I think it's like midnight, mm-hmm. you know. And I forgot you lost an hour going to Durango, so it's actually one in the morning. So I'm looking for a place in Durango to just crash in the truck. Right, that was my plan. Yeah. I'll just get up in the morning and finish off in the, the cab. In the cab, yeah, that was my it's plan. Lo- it's like long enough, and like you, you could kind of sleep yeah. in it. And... It's bigger than the Chevy because I can't yeah. sleep in my little Chevy, dude. Yeah, and it's. I was able to put my feet up on the dash and stretch across, you know, and put a pillow in there. It was fantastic. Nice. Um, that ended up coming out later, but so. I'm at the gas station and this chick comes up and she goes, Hey man, could you call detox for me? And I'm like, what? And she's all, could you call detox? And I go, yeah. Uh, do you know the number? And she's like, no, no. And so she's just in like clothes where she was out on the town, yeah. you know, partying or whatever. Not, she had jeans and a shirt and a little, yeah, yeah. A little coat and a purse. So the, um, not like she was traveling right, or anything. So I go, what did, should I just call like non, emergency or what so i'm looking it up you know on google while i'm pumping gas and uh and i go so i call and she's sitting there at the pump and i called detox or 
911. It wasn't 911, the police. And I go, uh, I was like, hey, yeah, this lady walked up to me and she needs detox. And she, the, the dispatch lady goes, does she look drunk? And I go, I guess she's drunk. You know, like yeah. I just looked at her. I don't really know. She's talking coherent, but she, you could smell booze on her. Oh, okay. And the, um, and then she goes, is she Navajo? <laughs> or no, she goes, is she an Indian? And I go, ma'am, are you an Indian? And she goes, yeah, I'm Navajo. And I go, yeah, she's Navajo. And she's like, okay, uh, how long are you going to be there? <clears throat> and I go, I'm just pumping gas. And then she says, well, can you stay with her? And I go, no. Like, I'm just getting gas. I was actually looking for a place to stay, yeah. but I told her I'm heading to Silverton. So now I know I had to go to Silverton because yeah. if they caught me sleeping at Walmart or something, you know what I mean? They'd uh, be like, criminal, dude, dude, criminal charges. Bro, I thought you were leaving, you lying bastard. You know, next thing you know, they all got me up against a truck. Anyway, uh, plus I was I wanted a beer under the stars and all that crap. I didn't want to be drinking oh, On the res, beer. you can't get it, huh? No, we weren't on the res. We're in Durango, but I didn't want to be drinking in Walmart parking lot. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. If I didn't have to call the cops, I probably would have. <laughs> but at any rate, so then I told her, she, I go, I go, look, I'll hang out for a little bit, but if the cop gets here right away, that'd be cool, you know. And then she, the dispatch lady's like, yeah, no problem, man. We'll send the cop. So then I hang, I hang up with her and I tell her, hey, the cops are coming. And she goes, great. Do you have any beer? And I was like, no, I don't have beer. I did, but I just told her yeah, no. Yeah. And and she goes, ah, oh, man, they're not going to take me unless I'm really fucked up. And uh, I go, oh, and I go. I go, uh, well, I don't, I don't have any for you. And she's like, man, it would really help if we had some beer or some alcohol. And yeah. I was like, I don't have any. Yeah. So the cop shows up, and, and he, you know, he comes over, and he goes, uh, you don't look drunk. And she goes, motherfucker, if you don't want to help me. And she stands up and starts going off, and he's trying to calm her down. I'm, yeah. pumping, I'm still pumping gas. He got there before my tank filled. And, the, um, and so she's going off on him. He's go, he's trying to calm her down and whatever. But she, she wanted a place to sleep. Yes, what she wanted a full, a warm bed. Yeah. Wow. So she's like, that dude over there is trying to rape me. She wasn't pointing at me. She pointed wow. to this other parking lot. And she's like, none of you motherfuckers were around then, blah, blah, blah. And she's screaming and yelling. And she starts walking down into this dark ass, like where the river is. Like oh. there's nothing there. It's like dark and river, you know, like the yeah. river is down there. And and he, the cop looks at me and she and he goes, she'll be fine, bro. <laughs> and I was like, and she's like, I'll go sleep by the fucking river and see if I make it through the night. And I was like, okay. oh my god. So then the cop, this you know, by the time all this is said and done, sort of, it's like two. So the cop comes over to me and I go, can I leave or am I good to go or what? And she and he said, look, that lady's gonna be fine. And I was like, yeah, but. I go, you're just going to let her go sleep down there by the river? And he's like, it's kind of warm tonight. I'm like, she don't have a blanket or anything, dude. And he goes, yeah, man, we can't just fill up the the jail with her. You know, yeah. like, she just wants somewhere warm to sleep. And clearly they it's have It's a dealt- tough, weird situation. Yeah. yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. I did not like it at all. And I was like, dude, it's 2, two o'clock in the morning. She's like, right, I go, is the fucking jail full? Like, you can't just go let her sleep? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, almost, I wanted to buy a hotel for her, but I was like, you know what? Nah, I'd probably nah. just stay the hell out of this. Yeah. So the because uh, then you would have had to, she would have had to pay you back. No, I don't want any of that shit. But it's With it, favors. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is that was going through my head is like I got to explain why I have a hotel in Durango. So the um, but at any rate, I don't want any part of it. I just wanted the hell out of there. So I did my part. I called the cops. Yeah. So anyway, so I take off, and now I'm climbing the passes into Silverton and stuff, and I'm trying to get to camp, and. Same I, night. Same night. Yeah, I just kept moseying on. So it's about 3 o'clock in the morning, maybe 2.30. Because you can't be in city limits anymore. <laughs> I know, right? So uh, so at any rate, I was just like, welcome to Durango, this crazy lady. Yeah. But they've clearly dealt with her. They knew yeah. she was Navajo, and the, um, which is irrelevant, but they knew she was an Indian. You know what I mean? 
So, anyways. Sir, it's Native American. Well, they said Navajo, so I'm just going by what you, they said. You keep saying Indian. That woman, the dispatch said, is she Indian? I'm just going. I'm, Dot I, or I feather. Can't, look, I'm Dot not changing. I'm not changing the story, bro. I'm not changing the story. Feather. I'm, I'm not kidding. changing the story. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, remember? We already had a thing one time where we made a. Yeah. We we did something. Well, as you <laughs> notice, I'm not making the sounds anymore. Right? <laughs> so, yes, we take that with respect and, and I wouldn't even continue told that on. Story. I didn't. We didn't tell the story. But at any this no, story, no, yeah. I got to tell the story. It really happened. And I got to say how it happened. That's the way it goes, bro. So, there should be nothing offensive in that at all. Yeah, you just abandoned a fragile woman by the river. The people. cops did too, and they with had her, a place to stay. Her people were. That's their down job. There. It says to serve and protect, yeah. and they sent that chick on her way to the river. I was like, "That's wrong. That's <laughs> fucking wrong, dude. I'm sorry about it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be different. If it was the beginning of a crazy Friday night, and the jail's full, and yeah. you got no room. But I bet the jail was empty, dude. They just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, but it's it has to be hard when people take. I don't want to say take advantage, but if they're looking to go to jail when they're not being arrested to go to jail, you know, that has to be a... Yeah. I if know. I would have known that she really needed to be jacked up, I would have gave her some booze. Yeah, but a couple of beers isn't going to do it. No. Yeah, but I have whiskey. You, you know how me. to get I someone... Could, she could have just hammered some vodka. No, I have you know, vodka. You know how, how you could have hooked her up. Wow. Do you have a funnel of any sorts in the yeah. yeah. Dude. Spray starter fluid in her? No. <laughs> Dude. Pants down, bend her over. No, I'm not in shoving in butt. her butt, dude. Did a couple shots straight into the system. Killer. She, my job, my, no. I'd probably kill her. You would have guaranteed her a spot at the hospital or, or the jail. No way. Multiple nights. Dude, my luck, the cop would have rolled up with this <laughs> dash cam running as I'm pouring beer into this chick's butt yeah. with a funnel. And you're all, it, it's not sexual. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to help a lady out, man. Get her a warm bed. I was just trying to help you out. That's some weird. No, that's so dumb. <laughs> You learn that well, from you jackass. feel bad for not doing anything. I was just no. She was like, all stomping off off to the river. Like I'm sure she slept down there before. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm just giving you a hard time. I felt horrible. Dude, I would have been out of there so fast. <clears throat> if I was a cop, I just probably would have put her in the car Tased and drove her, her around. <laughs> Tased her. Fuck that. No, I don't know what to do, dude. Like that's a. You're right. I, I couldn't be a cop. Yeah. So um, at any rate, <laughs> so I'm heading up the mountain and every, and I'm just cruising now. I'm going super slow up the mountain, going down really slow. So I didn't want to roll into camp with the flat fender guys at six you know, or like three in the morning. So I've, I pulled over at the top of the pass. I've been to Silverton a bunch of times. So I know, oh, you know, you're I'm familiar with the yeah. area. So I pull over on a little pullout and I crash, have a few beers, dude, under the moon, the stars, the moon's fucking perfect. Dude. It was so awesome. It was cold, crash out. I wake up around six thirty, dude. Start my way down again. There's no traffic because it's slept super three hours. early. <laughs> yeah, but it, it felt right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I felt good. So well, and uh, you're, it's so much easier to get up and do stuff when you're on like a cool trip, like a journey. Yeah. You know, like you're not tired really. If you if you did that on like a it's Tuesday and you had to go to work Wednesday, like this morning, you'd, yeah, you'd suck. <laughs> <laughs> it totally sucked. Laying in bed for an hour, even yeah. though I know it'd be better yeah. to go. You're right. Yes, it's and you're excited to go, and it's just cold out, and you can yeah. smell that fresh air, pine oh. trees. It's awesome. So I creep my way in, mm. and so I have Eureka Campground on the Google Maps, right, or on the maps, and it's leading me through or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of have like a screenshot of the satellites of where the camp was set, right, the Eureka Campground, and it's supposed to be next to the river. I never saw a river. So I just cruise right by this giant campground. And I'm looking at flat fenders off to the right, and I just start heading up where the Google Maps is telling me. 
it goes up and I stop at the so start. It, as it, st- it didn't click in your brain that you found them. No, no, because <laughs> the maps kept telling me to go further. Yeah. But I could clearly see a campground with flat fenders yeah. in it. But I didn't recognize any of the flat fenders. And it's not uncommon to see flat fenders, right? Oh. So they're not always with our group. You know yeah. what I mean? So I start to climb this hill. And at the beginning of the hill says, for high clearance, four-wheel drive vehicles only. And I got a trailer on there. Yeah. Like a dickhead, I still kept going, oh, right? God. So I'm climbing and it's getting narrower and rougher. And I'm climbing, 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 climbing. You're doing the trail. And I stop in the middle of the hill, and I look over at the flat vendors in that campground, and I go, boy, I hope Nadine knows where the hell she's going, that she knows we got trailers. And I kept going. Like, still didn't click that that was the campground, (laughs) dude, because the stupid Google Maps was telling me to go up there. And you had three hours of sleep. So, I mean, there's there's a Google, or there's a Eureka Lodge. That's further up. Uh, so that's what it was going to. So what, I Could you turn around and stuff? Yeah, I was luckily, dude. I So yeah. I creeped up because it was rough, dude. It creeped up, and now I'm on a shelf road with the trailer, dude. And I'm like, oh, shit. I see what's going on. It clicked because I saw the ramp down to the other cabin, and it's a, just a cabin. And I was like, this ain't right. And I luckily was able to back up and just Austin Powers it around and oh, then come back down. So then I go back down, and I go into camp and whatever. I roll next to the into the flatty guys and as soon as i pulled in i started seeing people i knew i was yeah. like so stupid you know so i'm walking around everybody's like hey mike what's up dude everybody's waking up you know cooking breakfast and stuff i got to meet randy ellis super cool dude oh nice the um it was funny when i, I didn't recognize him because i actually never seen him before yeah. i just heard of him and like uh well and i know of him maybe you knew him from like five years ago ten years ago right? a lot more yeah, yeah even so, like mean... in the rock crawling championships and yeah. stuff like that yeah so and I know it's of his shop and stuff like that. So I go up and I'm like, hey, man, um, you guys care if I park right here? And he, he looks at me like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want to yeah. do, bro. <laughs> I had no idea who he is. And then I, I backed up and I was like, is that your tent? And he's like, yeah, and my trailer's right next to his tent. And I'm like, ah. This... So here I am, Mr. I can't decide where to camp. Yeah, I'm doing circles with the stupid truck and trailer. I don't even around remember. the camp. Around all the camps. Oh, it's a man. big gas camp. I'm doing circles because I can't figure out where to park. <laughs> right? And I'm going... Uh, I hate myself, dude. Yeah. So I just pull in. I pull. I saw another truck and trailer, and I pulled in next to it. Perfect. And just started unloading because I was like, my tent's going on the te- on the trailer. It doesn't yeah. matter. And so I get the jeep off, get into camp. Everything's going good. Um, it was actually uh, like I thought for sure that the tent on the trailer was going to suck because you got wind coming underneath the the wood. No, but not if you're insulated enough. Yeah, I guess the wood is good enough because I slept. Uh, and you're. 10 inch thick bag yeah yeah but it was cold it was like yeah. 39 maybe but you put the tarp down too like normal yeah i did yeah. everything like normal just oh, on yeah. the wood yeah. but I, i've been where i've been on a cot and i froze my ass off because the yeah, but wood... that's cloth ripping wind ripping through the cloth yeah the point of it is, is the trailer is awesome oh nice because you don't get muddy it's, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's raining you're not yeah. on the ground it goes through the wood slats so water doesn't stand there because it rained on us every night Damn. so the um it was fantastic it was awesome anyway so I wake up, um, everybody's going on. Do you remember, I don't know if I ever told this story. This is pretty damn funny. It's disgusting and funny. So we're, we're going to eliminate names. Okay. okay. But I'm on the go devil run, right? A couple of months back. Yeah. And a guy <laughs> did I tell you, I think I might've told you, I don't think I've told it on here. The guy comes out and he says, Hey bro, do you have a bigger trash bag? Because this flimsy ass trash bag is not going to work. And it's stacked on top of his flat fender. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, man. Should I keep going with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. Okay. So 
So I, I scoop them up. I got a big heavy duty black trash bag, hefty bag. So I have, I have my flatty packed with all my garbage and all my stuff, but I have one fender <laughs> open so I can get to the cooler. Yeah. Right. So it's, it looks unpacked. Like it's, yeah. Oh, you got plenty of room. So he's got it. His packed up all the way over the top of everything. So he takes the bag. He's like, Oh, thanks man. And he sets it on my fender. And I was like, Oh, and he's like, you cool with taking my trash out? And I was like, uh, I guess. And and yeah. I was like, hold on, let me think about that. I actually, I said like, you could tell that I didn't want to take yeah, it. Yeah. My, my body language. I went into crown King, whatever, did all my shit, and then I felt super bad that I wasn't going to take it with my half-empty flat vendor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was totally packed. So I came back out, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just put it on my fender. It's fine. It's fine, dude. Don't worry about it. So we take off, and we're going, and everything's fine. Get towards the middle of the day when it's cooking. We're a little lower into town. And it starts to get hot. And I stop, and I smell shit, right? <laughs> Huge, like waft of poop. So I'm looking at my shoes, like maybe somebody yeah. shit around. Because it's intermittent, right? It's yeah. Not like, it wasn't nonstop. It's not it was solid. only when I stopped. So then, then I stopped and I'm all by myself. There ain't nobody else around and I smell shit. So I look around and I'm like, this fucking trash has shit in it. You know what I mean? It has to have poop in it. So I just made that up in my head. I was like, this has, it has to be in this bag. Well, you didn't investigate his trash. No, I'm not going to open it up and look for poop, right? So I was, so it was clearly coming from the trash. And it was cooking and <laughs> cooking in the sun. It's so a, it was it all swollen and fat. No, at that point no, too? but it was wrapped up, you know. So I take off. It could be a I take bomb. off and I and I stop a guy that's behind me, the dude um, Jeremy from uh, Moab or whatever. Anyway, he's in this beautiful three A or whatever. He's high. No, high hey, hey, one. hey, no names, man. No names. So I talked to him. I said, "Hey, when I'm riding, you smell shit." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, nah, I'm good." And I was like, "Thank God," because I don't want him thinking I shit in the bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Or so, you just smelled that bad. Like. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like I stunk from three days of not showering. So anyways, I finished that trail, no big deal, blah, 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 blah. I happened to pull into camp in Silverton next to the guy, Yeah. right? So I go, yay. The guy that gave you the bag. The bag, right, from the Good Devil Run. So I grab him. I go, hey, buddy, come here, man. You and I got to talk. He comes over and I go, do you shit in a bag and <laughs> hand it to me on the Good Devil Run and not tell me there was shit in there? And he goes, his demeanor sank and he goes, he goes, dude, this is the worst day of my life. And I was like, what? And he goes, he ate the burger, man. And I had, I had to shit so bad and I was yeah. drinking. I couldn't get the stupid tent open. And he's, he's simulating how he is holding yeah. his ass and trying not to blow. And he's got his legs crossed and can't get the stupid tent open. And I'm like, dude, I should have, you should, I go, I always have a gun, a knife and a flashlight. I'd have just hacked right through the tent, bro. Yeah. And, this, and he's like, I couldn't hold a man of shit everywhere, all over the tent. Uh-huh. So we just wrapped up all the blankets and everything. Oh, and he wrapped it all up. And so then, it was a big trash bag. Yeah, it was a full hefty yard bag, yeah. like thirty three gallon yard bag, and but he wrapped it up. His bag was super fucking flimsy, so I see why he really wanted another yeah. bag. The uh, but it was kind of funny. So he and I laughed at it pretty because it's over now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, bro, don't ever give me a shitty yeah. bag again, please. Like that was just <laughs> wrong, dude. You should have taken uh, that bag. You know, but uh, I, I know me and you were talking about it before. Just out of like the embarrassment of it, like I just would have buried it. Like I right, like I, I know it's not like. That's not the popular opinion or like the right thing to do always, but I mean, or or just go into town on your own, get rid of it in someone's dumpster next to a restaurant, you know, where they pick up once a week. Well, this, this is funny because <laughs> I, I'd rip it, I'd stab it open a couple times, you know, just for the, waftiness. <laughs> the year prior, we pulled into New River and gassed up. 
So yeah. I was looking forward to New River where I could dump it. And this yeah. year we didn't do it. We bet, uh, we just hung a left. And I was like, oh, we're not going to New River. <laughs> so I had to carry that crap all the way home, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you could have stopped at any gas station. It did, it did go out at a gas station. Oh. Actually, it didn't. It went out on another dump. But I don't want to like mention a, oh. where it went. <laughs> so uh, it went to uh, it went somewhere else. Yeah. But I but at the time I wasn't totally sure it was poop. You yeah. know what I mean? But the story. So yeah. I told this guy. I said, you know, what, next time I'm drunk around a campfire, this story's coming yeah. out. And he's like, uh, he's like, or I, I don't care, man. He's like, it was literally the worst day of my entire life. So there's no names here, but eventually oh, yeah. it's going to come out. You know what I mean? So. I can't wait, actually, because <laughs> I want to tell it while he's there. Yeah. Uh, that's when it's going to yeah. come out, you know? A shame. Yeah. Dude, we're, I was laughing yeah. so freaking hard. Secondary. Just the way he was <laughs> explaining to me how it happened, and I feel for the dude. Everybody's had a situation. So, <laughs> at true. any rate. All right. So. Well, the truck. Oh, yeah. We haven't even made, got to the truck, huh? No, you made it to Colorado. Oh, that's You're right. good. See, this is why I said it was going to be weird. I know. Because it's, it's okay. still perfect. This is the truck him. episode. Yeah, truck episode. Okay. So now you made it to the flat fender guys, which was the first portion of your wheeling, right? Yep. So you end up wheeling with them, and then you load up the truck again to meet up with our friends. Yep. And yep. that's when some issues started. Or... Exactly. So okay. I so I left the flat fender guys Sunday night, Sunday day, Sunday afternoon. So Friday overnight you drove. Yep. Saturday morning you got there, and Sunday afternoon you head out to meet our friends. Yeah, we wheeled all day Saturday, all morning Sunday, yeah. and then I was heading out. Yep. So. Um, I booked out, loaded up, took off, super excited to meet everybody. They're already at the cabin. I was already running late. You know, we're supposed to meet there around four. So I'm, I'm booking over the, the pass. There's two passes from Silverton back to Durango, mm -hmm. right? And we're actually 27 miles from Silverton and 27 miles from Durango. That's where the cabin was, exactly in the middle. But it's two passes. So I book over the first pass. Dude, I'm in like second gear. I haven't had a problem with the truck. Truck's been fantastic. Yeah. So I'm hauling ass, right? You're confident. Like it's doing it. Yeah. But I didn't really realize that I must have went down in the morning in first gear like nothing. So I'm going down in second gear and I take a turn and I got to hit the brakes pretty good. You know? So I hit the brakes and then um, it goes around the turn. Brakes are a little squishy, right? I was like, that's weird. I roll down the I roll down the fucking the driver's window. I hit the next brake and they're on the floor, right? Oh, they're damn. at the turn. I'm in second gear, doing like fifty now, because I can't. The engine will only hold it back to fifty, yeah. and so I'm now doing fifty around like a forty mile an hour curve, dude. And I'm spooked. <laughs> so I roll the window down. I look out. And I touch the brakes. And, and it, the, the brakes aren't resetting? Like, if you pump them a little, you're not getting pressure? Yeah, they're- To the floor? No, they were coming slow, but second I hit them, they just squished like a sponge right oh, to the floor, dude. Weird. I was like, oh, shit. So <laughs> I got the window down, I hit the brakes again, and the biggest white cloud of yeah. smoke came off the front end. Both tires, dude. Like, it looked like Smoking Chris him. was vaping off the tires, bro. <laughs> blowing clouds off the tire. So I hit it, doesn't do anything. I- I set this emergency brake all the way to the floor. Yeah. doesn't do anything. I just, because it locks when you push it down. I shoved it all the way to the floor. It doesn't do anything. I grabbed the trailer brakes. You can feel the trailer brake kind of grab and then stop. It's assisting, but it's not. So I have everything on the floor, and I look to the left, and luckily there's a pull-off on the other side of the road. So I just dart it over there, yeah. and then it comes downhill. Like a semi-truck brake pull-off. No, it was just like a slow slow car pullover, like oh, a little gotcha. tiny pullover, gotcha. right? Like gotcha. a little dirt spot. Yeah, but how do you slow down? I just drove into it and I was going to drive up the hill. Oh, okay. So it has like a mound. So, but luckily it stopped before I hit the mound. Yeah. Like, but it was full on to the ground, dude. Like there, there was, it was going to stop. Excuse me. At one point, as it was slowly going, 
I thought I was going to hit the mound. I wasn't going fast, three three miles an hour. I put it in park and just heard it like, you know, like I was like, I got to stop this thing. Yeah. The uh, now the transmission is definitely better. So uh, <laughs> so now I'm like, oh my god, dude. And I told those guys I'll be there in 20 minutes. You know. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't wait. I, I'm not going to wait. So I'm sitting there thinking, contemplating. I was like, you know what? What am I doing? Pull the jeep off. Mm-hmm. Take the jeep over there. By the time I get there, meet up with those guys, get settled in. Well, all my shit's still in the truck. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. camera and all that. So I put everything into the truck and locked it all up. Take off on the Jeep. And the Jeep was squirrely, bro. Like Maybe just compared to the truck, right? The I don't, comforts it, it of just, the truck. Yeah. It just felt really... Did you ever air up the tires again and all that No. Stuff? The back tires were down, mm-hmm. um, but it was really wobbly. It actually turned out that my I had lost one of the pins on the sway bar. Sway bar wasn't oh, okay. connected. So I'm all, well, this isn't right. You know, like <laughs> it was tripping me out. <laughs> Anyways, um... So I get into town, no big deal. Daryl and I jump back in. We go back. We grab the truck, and I was able to baby the truck into camp, the or into the cabin. So, so I'm like, all right, I'm sure we smoked those pads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smoked the front rotors, all that crap. So, um, we get all settled in, no big deal. Blah blah blah. Everybody goes well in the next day. I stay back at camp to fix it. I, they're like, you got to come with us, and I'm like, if I run into a, a thing where I need to order a part, yeah, I better get on this right now and find yeah. out what I need to order. So I skip the first day willing. Um, that we'll get into that. That was an adventure for those guys. Oh yeah, a big time adventure. The uh, they didn't get back to like midnight. So anyway, um, so so I start working on the truck, and this is so stupid. So this is Monday. This is Monday. Yeah, Monday. So I go into town, or I go into town to buy brake pads and calipers, right? Or brake pad. And I knew that one caliper was sticking, so I was yeah. just going to do calipers. So again, it's essentially thirty miles one way. Jump in the wheelies, thirty miles of town. Grab the calipers and brake pads 30 miles back. I only grabbed the front for some reason. I didn't do the back. So I take the wheels off. I get it. And, and, and because yeah, but you saw the front smoked. Yeah, I knew that's, the front was that's toast. That's like, I would think fronts also. And, yeah. and you could peek through the rim and kind of see the rotors a little blued. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell. So I didn't buy rotors. But um, so I'm sitting there and. Again, I have very limited tools. Yeah, they're just all, heat treated now. All the guys have their tools because they're all gone. Yeah. And I have what I have in the Jeep, which is super limited. For Jeep specific. Exactly. So I have the little Toyota jack that cranks up, little bottle jack, you know, yeah. to lift one tire at a time. So I couldn't get the, both tires in the front off yeah. at the same time. It's kind of a pain in the ass. I put those tires on like eight times, dude. <laughs> so at any rate, I pull the tire off, look at it, um, see the caliper. Uh, uh, I, I see that the rotors are screwed. You know, or the, the rotors are just um, complete, completely burnt. And the um, and I was like, damn, I better go back in and see if I can get rotors. That's when I think I started texting you, hey, are, this, yeah, are yeah, these the, things the all good nuts. or whatever? Yeah. Because yeah. on the Chevy, they just slide on and off. Uh-huh. So the um, you're like, no, no, no. At any rate, I was like, damn. Yeah, the, the unit bearing, I think the rotors in the back, the unit bearing's on top, and everything's pressed through from the back. Right. So I learn, or so I find, I get online, see how to take the unit bearing off, got a couple tricks, but I... The, the guy on one of the videos I said said you need a 43-millimeter socket to get that big-ass nut oh, off, right? The, so, the stub shaft. Yeah, so I'm not going to put the, the calipers and shit on until I'm going to get the— I, I saw that O'Reilly's would turn the the rotors, and, yeah. and they had them in stock, brand new. So I drive real fast. I, <laughs> I get back in the truck, and I drive back to back to oh, O'Reilly's. The, the Jeep, you're driving the Jeep around? The Jeep, or the, yeah, I'm oh, driving okay. the Jeep, sorry. Yeah. So I go back into town. Now I've been there twice. Yeah. That's 120 miles, <laughs> right? Round trip. It's, yeah. it's almost two hours round trip because by the time you get there get into town blah 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 and you head back and you're not on you're on windy roads so it's an hour you know two hours roughly so i go into town they don't have the socket i check 
All the O'Reillys, there's two of them. I check an AutoZone and I check an Napa. No socket. No big deal. I'm heading back. I'm just going to hit it with a with a die or with a gr- angle grinder and a flap disc and move on. You know what I mean? So I go back. I go to put the calipers on. I got the brake pads out. All you know. So you're going to do, do what with the grinders on the on the. You're just I'm going to take off the glazing off the rotors. Oh, okay. I'm just going to okay. scratch them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to put the calipers on, and one caliper is broken. One of the ears is broke off. Oh, one of the new ones. Brand new. Yeah. Back to town, right? <laughs> So I go to the O'Reilly's. They don't have that one. The other O'Reilly's does. So I go all the way across town, grab that brake caliper, come back, haul ass back. Everything's good. Three trips now, right? Uh, I don't know how many miles. Three trips. So I get to do all that. I swap it all back together. Some reason, I totally don't grind the – I don't hit it with the grinder yet. You know what I mean? Put the tires and wheels back on. Um, Pedal squishy as fuck, right? Nothing – it's – Total dog shit. And you already you already bled the brakes. Yeah. Already. So I bleed the oh so I'm up by myself, so I gravity feed the brakes yep. with a bottle and tube and stuff. Um doesn't do it's the same yeah, thing. Because the new calipers are empty, they're bone dry. Yeah. So it's same exact thing, right to the floor. Like well, it's gotta be the back brakes. So I was like, Well, just a back brake. I get I jack up the driver's side tire in the rear, and f- it's got eight lug nuts on there. Four are on so freaking hard. <laughs> my impact, my big ass impact won't budget. Right, rips the other ones off, no problems. I laid on them through two batteries, yeah. so I don't have a battery charger. I only have four ah. batteries. Two batteries, I'm going through, and they're big batteries, dude. Yeah. So I'm hammering on, a little tight, untight, everything I could think of. I call, I called somebody. I was like, "Can I heat this shit up with a torch or something?" You know, like I don't know how to get these stupid lug nuts off. So, and all of them are locking lug nuts. They're all lockers, right? So, that's an upgrade. Yeah. So, anyways, four of them I can't get off, no matter what I do. So um, at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump in the hot tub, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so nice. I'm just going to yeah, start like a, You just did like an eight, eight, nine-hour day. Yeah, it's oh. like six in the afternoon, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. These guys will be back soon. I'll yeah. make dinner, blah, blah, blah. So I go to get in the hot tub. The hot tub's just gross as shit, dude. Like totally, totally gross. And the like owner- Algae gross? Or yeah, like... disgusting. Like it looked like- Old shitty bath water that oh. nine kids took a bath in. You know what I mean? Like nasty, bro. So the owner, earlier the owner was there and he said, um, he said, uh, he's like, hey, dude, the hot tub doesn't look so good. So I threw some chemicals in it for you, man. I was like, all right, cool. Mm. So I opened it up. I was like, yeah, no way. And I asked the guy, you care if I take a look at it, you know, and explain to him, I know it's pause and shit. Yeah. So I start looking around the house and I'm, I'm, I'm going to drain it. So I, I start to take one of the side panels off and I see a sticker that says drain. He's got the drain up against the house. I was like, shit. So I can't get it off. So I was like, you know what? I'll just grab a garden hose and create a siphon and mm-hmm. just start tearing it down. So I grabbed that and I was like, he did tell me there was another hose if I needed to add water to it in the boiler room. So I go to the boiler room and that hose is attached to a submersible bump, pump. Oh, nice. I was like, hell yeah, bro. So I grabbed the submersible pump, throw it in there. Um, Steve gave me the combo to his toolbox. I was like, somebody has to have an extension cord. I searched the whole house. No luck. Of course, Steve's got one in his toolbox. Fantastic. Oh, so I get it up. Dude, I start scrubbing. I got the hot tub. but it, So I cleaned the whole entire hot tub. Looked beautiful. Everything was fantastic. Didn't get warm enough for me to use it. But <laughs> Oh, because you started so late. Yeah. And it took an hour or so to, exactly, to get it cleaned up. So yeah. I was like, no big deal. I'll just chill on the couch. I'll watch a movie. I can't figure out how to work the fucking TV <laughs> to save my life, dude. So it's stuck on... A multiple screen of news, right? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I have four different news stations. It's total garbage. This house is old and it creaks, bro. Like it is scary, creaky, dude. And I'm in there all by myself. And I was like, 
Dude, that's such a sissy. I had all the lights turned on. I got the TV super fucking loud. Oh, because so this is the day when they had their long ass. They're all gone, yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting there like, all right, so I'm trying to play on my phone. I'm trying to keep my yeah. mind off everything. It's dark. Yeah. You see a little shit moving. You know. Anyway, nothing happened. They get. I get a call. They're like, hey, we're just getting off. We're on our way, blah, blah, blah. Dead to leave Steve's truck in town and, or his oh, Jeep shit. in town. And we'll get into that in the next episode. So anyway, the um, they show up. No big deal. So we crash out. I tell them all everything's going bad, blah, blah, blah. So Dawn has a monster breaker bar. So first off, everybody brought out their big ass impacts and we tried all of them. Yeah. Dewalt, um, the Ryobi, everybody, yeah, what, every single brand. one we had, none of them a budget. Dawn gave me this breaker bar. It was like three or four feet long, dude. I was all, and I was like, oh, I can feel it. And you know, if you've broke plenty of bolts, which I have, I know the feeling of so the breaking. So you spun a bolt or whatever, yeah. Well, it breaks loose, and I go, oh, it broke. And he looks down, he's like, no, you're good, dude, it's spinning. And I was like, really? <laughs> so I looked down, and it didn't break the bolt. It broke the oh. fr- freaking lock. It broke the lock head the off. The cap of the... the lo- Yeah, the lock of the lug nut. Yeah. So it left just the angled dome, Yeah. two of them. So two came <laughs> off, two broke. So I was like, well, shit, I can't leave that because... because uh, So for, we're contemplating back and forth. I can't you, leave you, it. You could ride on six lug nuts. You got eight. You could. But what if I got a flat? Oh. Right. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I was like, Well, you're, you're peeling that tire off, and you're peeling one off the rim, and you're pe- peeling it back. Dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, changing it on the rim right there. Doing a beat. Oh, my God. That would be impossible, bro. Dude, I would lose my shit right there. You know what I mean? If I was stuck in Mexican water with that going on, I would have bought a By torch yourself. and cut that fucking rim in half, bro. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened? I'd have been so mad, dude. So anyway, um, talk about throwing a fit. I probably would have just set it on fire and drove off in the distance in slow motion in the willies. So at any rate. uh, You would have gave that lady a free place to live. So so I was just like, um, I'm not worried about this right now. I'll move. I'll just skip the back and I'll just go with it. We'll keep digging with the front. Dawn says, can you get the other side off? I'm like, I haven't even tried. So we go to the other side. it It all came loose. So we jack it up. And we're looking at it. I'm like, oh, these pads aren't that bad. You know, it looks okay. Mm-hmm. But the the little master cylinder thing that pushes out, these are drum, that was tore. Both boots were tore. I was like, all right, no big deal. So Just a little trip to town. Yeah. So I was like, um, we. so yeah, we go back to town, fourth trip, right? We go back to town. I buy a hole saw that will drill over the nut, over the oh, lug yeah. nut and through the thing. Oh, so that's what... Yeah, that outcome is exactly. Yeah, we, you, you brought them. Yeah, we'll do. I'll show you pictures on Instagram tomorrow or whatever. So, <clears throat> at any rate, so I drilled the saw went over here, drilled it, and I had to drill through the rim. Yeah, because you end up toasting the rim, you know. But no, but you still got seven. Exactly of... six. You still have six because I drilled through. No, two. no. Oh, you drilled. You ruined two. Yeah. Mm. So, but you're right. It's still good. And I took one of the lug nuts out because they were right next to each other, and I swapped the lug nut around so the they're opposing each other. So yeah. it's. Three on one side, three on the other. So at any rate, um, <clears throat> so we go to, I just kept drilling on this and drilling and drilling and drilling and drilling, like two bits, I don't know, two bits. Easy. So you had to go back to the store. Yeah. So I burned through the one. It got really wide. It all like heated up and went out. And I was like, this one, I'm going to give this used one back to Don. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, we ended up going back to town for some reason. Still wasn't all the way through. Bought another bit, finished it off, came back. Was able to get through them, no problem. We tried the Dremel, cutting it off. We tried a bunch of different shit. Like this one you can see here. Looks like a little worm thing. Yep. That's the Dremel. We are trying to cut through it. They are trying to split. Yeah, take a chisel, try to peel it. It just was not coming apart. Finally, I said, I don't care if we ruin the rim or not. Let's yeah. just drill. So 
I think it's a nine sixteenths fits perfectly over. That's what a nine sixteenths is. Hmm. I bought a half inch, but it would it would have. You can see where it started to go into the threads. Yeah, and I didn't want to start over, and I didn't care anymore, so I just went back to the nine sixteenths through the rim. Anyway, um, so let's hear. So I get it off. We're super happy. We're like, yeah, everything's fucking great again. I pull off that drum, and it is just packed with axle gear oil oh, just yeah, yeah. completely packed everything about it is packed so the seal the axle the hub seal yep blue the hub seal was gone toast and it had been dude those brake pads were so heavy dude i was like holy crap i have pictures of that too it, i couldn't believe how much shit was on that in but, that drum. but in your driveway even after those trips right you never had any gear oil from the axles leaking in like Mm-mm. no yeah all that stayed in the rim somehow and, <laughs> but even the inside of the tire the rim it didn't show right nope well you know, in hindsight, yeah, looking on the back side now, yeah. you could tell it had been there for months uh, and months and months. That whole side is covered in dirt and debris. and So like, that, that whole thing might have been dry. Do you think these could have seized from, like, superheating? Probably, The maybe. hub and the bearings, like, superheated and maybe... No, I think this was a, some somebody's just putting it on with a really yeah. big air air yeah. one, like some tire shop threw them on yeah. really tight. I don't know why these... They did, like, such 300 fit. foot-pounds of torque. Because they were all pretty hard. Yeah. Like, they were all... Definitely none of them were torqued. The, uh, but at any rate, so I take it all apart, and I was like, all right, back to town. I'm going to go get... I might as well get all new brakes. Um, this is, like, the fifth trip or the sixth trip? This would be the fifth trip. So all new brakes. I got new brake pads. Um, I got a case of brake cleaner. And then, yeah. um, what else? Oh, those little... The spreader deals. Yeah, the, the little uh, master cylinder thing yeah. in the back. So I grab both of those, grab all that shit. We head back. We start cleaning it up. I go to change one. Um, I can't get the stupid... So I have all the brake now cleaned up. The lady also asked me, do you want the hardware? It's 10 bucks a piece. I'm like, do you have two or one? She's like, I only got one. I'm like, nah, skip it. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's totally dumb. So um, I'm back there and... I clean up that whole back brake, get it all good, found the seal. This is, I feel so bad for Don too. I go to put the seal in. The seal's probably, what do you think that is? Five inches in yeah, diameter? Big. Monster seal. Yeah. I, I go to put it in, and I, I just normally, if something that big, I just tap it with a yeah. little ball peen and start working around it until it goes in. Don's there, and I go, because he's there, I question, I go, do you think I should use a piece of wood? And he's like, yeah, use a piece of wood. So I was like, all right, set a piece of wood on. I'm like, ready? And I smacked that bitch with everything. And it was so crooked, dude. Uh, I was like, oh, no. And I couldn't. I just kept tapping it, and I couldn't get it to go. And I was like, in a fit of rage, I just go, I should have just did what the fuck I would have normally done. Yeah, yelling at Don. like Sort of. I was venting, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I re- but it came off like it was his yeah. stupid idea, which it absolutely was not. I yeah. questioned it just because he was there. Yeah. I cared what he thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I should have just did what I wanted to do. Again, that sounds like I'm that like yeah. he told me it to do. It came off shitty. Exactly. So he just he's like, yeah, cool. He's, he's yeah. like, stands up, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. The uh, so I was like, dude, I had to apologize to him. Anyways, I was able to get the seal out without tearing it up and redid it, and I just did it the way I normally nice. do it, and it went in. The um and no leaks. <laughs> I go to put it back together, and I'm putting that master wheel cylinder thingy in there. And I can't get one of the, it has two bolts, you know, and then the brake line. I can't get one of the bolts to start. And I was like, I'm looking in there, I'm like, I think those threads are fucked up. So I throw it in the box, I grab the other one. The other one's missing the Zerk, right? And I was like, no big deal, I'll take the Zerk out of the old one. I take the Zerk out of the old one, and it doesn't fit, it's different. (laughs) I'm like, what in the world is going on? Then I look at it, that whole fucking thing is different. I'm Uh... like, it's not even the same part. I was like, oh my God, so... Now I only have one master cylinder. I'm like, you know what? Or whatever that is. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. I'll just do one side. The other side can eat it. So I go to the other one, get it back together, get it put in. 
I get that whole wheel all cleaned up, all blah, blah, blah. I'm still missing two lug nuts because I need to go buy yep. lug nuts. So um, I just leave it at the drum, wait for the next day. Next day, I go to pull the other side back off. I pull it off, spray everything down. We go back to town. I get the two lug nuts. I grab another master cylinder. That's the right one or that little piece. Yeah. Come back in, get it back together. The other side, the hardware is broke, one of the springs. So and you I didn't get the hardware pack. And I didn't buy the hardware pack. And I didn't look that it was broke. Yeah. Before I went. So yeah. this is now trip six. I just said, to hell with it. I'm putting the broken spring back in. So it was the spongy spring that's, I don't know what it does, but they stack. It, does, yeah. it doesn't hold anything together. It keeps something separated. Yeah. So I just like, fuck those two little rings, dude. <laughs> we don't need those. <laughs> so I threw it apart. Get but it back together. It's something you can fix at home Yeah. in a controlled environment one and mile from a store. The new brake pads were huge. They were gigantic compared to the other ones, right? I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I get everything cleaned back up, get it all back together. And again, you only do one tire at a time, except for the back. Actually, I was able to, once all the Jeeps were back, I got two jacks under there and was able to get the back tires up. So I started started doing, you know, setting them with the little adjuster in the background. Blah, 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 blah. Get it all good. Get ready to take off for a test ride. Same fucking thing, right to the floor. I was like, what in the world, dude? We're bleeding the shit out of it, and mm-hmm. it just won't bleed. Like, or, I'm sorry, we're bleeding the crap out of it, and it's just going to the floor. So then Don or somebody says, feels like the master cylinder, and I pump it up, and you could pump it. The one on the firewall, the actual yeah, master cylinder. Yeah, so I, you could pump it, and you could feel it slowly depress. So I'm like, that is the master cylinder. Back to town, right? <laughs> trip seven, I pick up a master cylinder. 120 miles per trip. Yep. Trip seven. Every time. Okay. No, uh, oh, 60, 60, 60, 60. 30 each way. 60 yep. each way. Sorry. Trip seven. I go into town, um, b- grab the master cylinder, and the lid on the master cylinder was so fucking hard to get <laughs> off. And I was sitting at the desk, and I was like, I should get a different one. You know what I mean? I just thought I should get a different one. But nah, I can't speak up. I take off, whew, go back to town, and I'm putting the brake lines on, and one of them bottoms out. And I was like, I don't think that bottomed out <laughs> on the old one. You know what? And they have my core now. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I don't think that happened. Sure, shit, we go to bleed it. That thing's pissing air everywhere. It didn't work. So that master cylinder was bad. The front, the front thread was bigger than the one I had. Yeah. So back to fucking town for round eight. <laughs> grab another one. And this time now I have the bleeder kit for the master cylinder bleed what kit. What day are we on? Oh, shit. I don't know. Um, th- this is probably Thursday now at this point. So you got there... Monday? Yeah, I was at there Sunday night. Oh, and Sunday night. Monday. I did take Wednesday off because I thought I had it licked with the master oh. cylinder. I thought I was good. Oh, okay. So I was like, you know so what? So you did do some wheeling. Yeah. And, okay, okay. Yeah, so so there, I, is, there is a whole part two to this of wheeling. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Definitely a part two of wheeling. So um, so I just I just was like one day, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to go wheel. And then I come back and everything takes a shit. That was the master cylinder night. And I was like, I should have stayed back. You know, I'm all frustrated yeah. again. Truck hasn't moved. It's right in the middle of the way. You know what I mean? Like... At any rate, so I come back with a new master cylinder. It fits. Everything's good. Now the back ble- now the back brakes won't bleed. You can't get any fluid out of them, yeah. dude. And this that was the day that I went wheeling. So I'm we're out there super frustrated. It's like ten o'clock at night. This was Thursday. No, this was Friday night when all that was going down. We were supposed to leave Saturday morning. Yeah. Friday night, we I. We can't get anything to bleed. Uh, the front bleeds fine. I, it, there's just no fluid coming out of the back. I'm on the phone with Rad Migo. I'm on the phone. Yeah. I'm on the internet. I'm trying to find out this proportioning valve. 
It has this weird button that's coming out. It clearly broke through this rubber <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what all these pieces of the yeah. ABS are. We don't have any switches are. I'm wiggling around. I end up breaking one of the switches off. I was nice. just like, holy shit, dude. Rad Migo, I'm yelling at him. He, he's, <laughs> he's like, what's up with Max, dude? Uh, so I guess apparently you deleted him <laughs> or blocked him. <laughs> Some weird joke. And, and I go, bro, I ain't got any fucking time to worry about Max right now. You know, and I was like, I'm trying to fix a goddamn thing. This not, is like the third person you yelled at. Not thinking he's a mechanic, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to deal with this stupid master cylinder. So he's like, send me a video. So he sends me a video. And he's like, you could just bypass that with a – just take all that shit off. You don't need any of it. Just as a quick fix, you could have just moved some of the brake lines around. Yeah. And- so now we're looking at it. And I'm going, okay, we can get all these different adapters. We can get all... Oh, when I went back to town for the master cylinder, I took my core with me because I knew that that one could get me home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though it would, I could pump that one. Well, so it just cost you a little extra Yeah, or like 15 or, bucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what... So I still have it because in case it didn't fit. But I was able to bring the brake bleeding master cylinder. So I was able to test that those threads were right this time. Oh, okay. So, so I did... I started checking everything with O'Reilly's. Yeah. So... It was like literally one step forward, two steps back. One step forward, two. So we kept making progress that kept us moving forward, the motivation to keep moving. But, dude, it was like, oh, my God, I have never worked through these problems like this. Now yeah. between gas and parts, I'm like 750 bucks in the hole. Yeah. Right? And and Monday through Friday, minus one couple one or two days wheeling? Yeah, one and a half days of wheeling. That was it. So you worked on it. You did a full week's worth of work on, on the truck, yeah. a brake system that still is not 100%. Yep. So we get it thrown back together. The master cylinder is in there. At this point, I'm ready to bypass everything. Yeah. Steve said, bro, let's go inside. Let's get drunk, and we'll just figure this shit oh, out in nice. the morning. Right? And I was like, you know what? It's It's like 11 o'clock at night. We have bought this awesome cinnamon whiskey. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. We go in, take a breath. It's hard to relax and enjoy it when you're all stressed out. And yeah. I know we're leaving in the morning, right? So um, we we I wake up. There's Oh, we tore everything apart. We took the ABS out, the combination valve the proportioning valve the stupid um what do you call it i don't know it has these two little cylinders on there that control the brakes which one's a brake part of the abs we took everything apart put it in the kitchen and cleaned everything oh good tore it all apart and cleaned it and that's when we went to bed like we just left it on the counter or well we moved it outside it was on a little portable table so i wake up in the morning fresh day feeling good slam a red yeah. bull let's get out here let's put this thing back together clean it up put it back together same shit <laughs> i was like but clean but clean, yeah. Pedal still goes to the floor. Don walks over and he goes, let's just bleed it super slow. So I was like, so we're, we're reading how proportioning valve works. Okay. And it's supposed to, so basically if you have a leak in the rear, it's supposed to cut the rear off so you still have brakes towards the front. Oh, shit. Right? I thought it was just, it kept the bias however you needed it for the car. Right? I think it does that too. You know, like 70, 30, yeah. you know, right? So apparently... Dodge wants it to hit the back brakes first. Once it registers that, then the combination valve switches it to the oh, proportion so that's valve. that's why it's going to the floor. Who knows the... what the fuck? I still don't know. Oh. So um, at any rate, somehow it's blocking the rear wheels off. We can't bleed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going through all these scenarios, what could happen? So I'm laying under there, and I'm like, maybe we created the leak when I changed those master cylinder things out. I never checked if they leaked. So we spray everything down with brake cleaner. Literally... 10 or 12 cans of brake cleaner now, right? A whole case. So at least you didn't have to buy one can at a time. No, well, I kind of right. did. I bought three at a time. Every time oh. I went to town, I bought three more, but it was okay. clearly a case. So the, uh, at any rate, I break the, I start, I don't even know what to do. So I just start breaking. I broke the, the brake lines off of those things and let them just drip. Yeah. And I just kept filling it and let it gravity feed itself. And I started getting fluid out, right? 
So then Don gets in, and he does. If you pumped him up and you slammed him and you went to do the break like a normal two person yeah. break bleed job, no fluid comes out. But if he would, if if I would say okay, and he would just start pushing super crazy slow, little tiny bubbles. So whatever that out. check valve or something is staying open. Yeah, if you pushed it hard, it would close it. Somehow it would close it. So if he just went, he just went really slow. Do you have to drive it like that now too on the way home? Mm, no. Do you have to just really slow at the brakes? No, no, I hit him hard. I you step on him. The uh, uh. so so at any rate, I got we got the air out. It literally took fifteen times per side of Damn. okay, close, push, close, and yeah. I still never got all the air out. So I still think it's air that's mm. in there. I think this with all that shit and all that stuff, and there's air in the master cylinder. There's air everywhere, dude. It has to be everywhere. So what I so what I want to do is actually bypass everything like I have on the Jeep. I'm going to order another wheelward thing, take all that ABS shit off, and I'm going to make sure that the master cylinder is good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had read that it took one guy five times to get a good master cylinder. Yeah. It still acts like the sil- master well, cylinder sure, is bad. For sure, just go to Napa. Dude, something. So, yeah. At any rate, um, so, oh, I also had to go back to town to find the socket, two and nine sixteenths for the rear hub to get it off to get to the seal. Nice. That was the eighth trip. So, because we did eight total trips to oh, town. Okay. The um, Oh, also while I'm under there and I realized I need, oh, I was like, oh, shit, I got to get this tire off to make sure if I don't have a flat. I look at the spare. The spare is bad. It's all cracked and shit. So, I <laughs> went into town and we bought a spare. So, oh, that's 200, 200 bucks. The, um, oh, there's no, like, Mexican tire place you can Dude, get? no. So, it was... uh because it's a heavy duty truck, everything's super uh, expensive. You know what I mean? Like, so anyway, they discount screwed up. Had to find a different tire instead of the one they sold me. Couldn't for some reason it wouldn't work on the rim or whatever. So they ended up saving. They gave me seventy one bucks back, which was a bonus. Nice. So, anyways, um, boom. So we're bleeding it super super slow. Whatever we can do. This is now Saturday, the day you want to leave. Yeah. Steve comes over and goes. I have everything apart still. <laughs> and Steve, Steve goes, uh, how, how long before you're ready, dude? Because we're all gonna we're all gonna caravan home to make yeah, sure I yeah. get back. He comes over and he goes, um, me and Dana will meet you at the gas station. We're leaving now. I was like, I'm looking around, dude. I haven't packed. I haven't done shit. Yeah. No, I got shit everywhere. Tools everywhere. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea. So he apparently he he just like the, he had to get his trailer, but once he was hooked to the trailer, there's no room for him. So he just loaded everything up and took off. You know what I mean? Like he went into town and was waiting, which is fine. Whatever happened. So now I'm super extra stressed. Chris stayed back with me. I'm throwing everything in. The re- there was a uh, Don and Daryl and those guys. They stayed one more night and they went wheeling. So we're cleaning everything up. Everything's going good. After Don and I had slowly bled those things, I took that for a test drive and I was like, "This will get me home." Yeah. I, it, like. I could pump the pedal because th- with the new master cylinder, the pedal will come back faster. So I was able to pump the pedal, but it would just squish to the floor fast. So you had, so I was like, all right, but I, but I knew the rear brakes worked. I knew that they were new. They just weren't getting pressure. So the emergency brake is on a cable. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just cable this. And, and you use got the nice front. pads in there. Most yeah. of the springs are even connected. Every, almost yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. Six lug nuts. I mean, let's send it. Yeah. So anyway, um, at any rate, yeah. So we load everything up. We go to take off, and I go to meet up. Uh, I'm just going to wing it and go home. I go to meet up with Steve and Dana. We're at the Walmart parking lot, which was clear across town. I pull in, and if I just use the main brakes, dude, he's like, how's it going? And I'm on the main brakes to the floor, and it's just rolling past them slowly, <laughs> dude. And I was like, it's not going too good, bro. And I'm like, that's to the floor right now. He's like, you're shitting me. And I was like, that's to the floor. And he's like, 
But that was not pumping him. That was just me uh, holding yeah. him to the floor. One, one attempt. That's it. Let it do what it does. And I rolled like two miles an hour right past him. <laughs> and he's like, that's not good. I'm like, I, don't, I need to get the hell out of town. You know what I mean? I need to get on some open road where there's some room. So we start taking off. Um, I'm trying to make this short. I know no, you're okay. getting bored. Okay. No, no. So we start taking off, and fucking truck won't climb a hill. <laughs> I listened to it. When I started it, it sounded, it was going like, like that. Like it sounded, the exhaust is super restricted. Oh. I was like, what in the hell? And dawned on me that one catalytic converter was loose. So I oh. bet it's blocking one side. I had no power, dude. I had second gear. Couldn't get it to go over 60 miles an hour, and we're like on a flat road. So it's just open in front of a cat, or you think it's blocked? I, well, the, you could hear the cat, the insides rattling on one yeah. cat. He even told me about that. I just didn't have time to get it fixed or the money at the time. So the Also, um, it, it's clogging, and it needs to I be think re- it had clogged itself. Could straight pipe it. I'm going to. For yeah. now, I'm just going to cut it off because I had a year and a half on the before it needs emissions again. Oh, perfect. So, um, I'll forget. <laughs> you know, and we'll have this story in a year and a half. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Anyways, uh, so anyway, it won't climb. Won't, it just won't go, dude. I just got it. I'm like, what the hell? Transmission's going up. Everything, temperature's going up. I'm like, this piece of shit. It ran so freaking good up here. Yeah. And th- at this point, I'm like, if I just would have drove the wheelies, I'd have had a blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Would have been a little little tired, but who cares, dude? Zero issues with the wheelies. So um, anyway, we get going, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I call Steve. I was like, I, I don't even know, dude. I'm just going to blow it up. I'm just staying in the gas the whole time. So we get out. Something happens. I start to get power. He goes, dude, looks like you're flying. And I look down like 75. I'm like, oh, shit, it's moving. You know what I mean? Somehow that opened itself up. So we're going. He blew a nice hole through it. Something. We're going. And um, once we get out of town, there's a couple of close calls on the brakes. Like I almost (laughs) passed the the left lane on one time. You know, like I didn't make the stop before the cars were. It was trying to figure out. There's a lot of shit going on, dude, with the emergency brake. Rear foot brake. Two rear foot brake. Yeah, rear foot. You got your, your front. Regular brake pedal. Yep. Then you got the rear brakes with another foot yep. and the trailer brake buttons. So the trailer brake, yeah. So I'm holding with my left hand. I'm holding, <laughs> I'm holding the locker out so that yeah. I can use it like a regular brake on the emergency brake. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't stay down. Right. Because <laughs> I. So that's going up and down. Wait, how are you steering? I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm steering with my chin, dude. So <laughs> you bite the wheel, <laughs> dude. So with my right hand, I got the trailer brakes because it has this inertia thing on it. And when you're going super slow, it, the trailer brakes barely work because it doesn't rock that inertia, those um, little mercury things in there, because yeah. it's supposed to be adjustable, self-adjusting. So anyways, I have to reach over. And, I'm literally driving with my chin, dude. I'm steering, <laughs> but I'm only doing three, four miles an hour, right? Yeah. So I'm coming to a stop. Anyway, um, then we're booking. We're doing something, and, and now we're on the road for an hour or two, right? I'm looking for a gas station. So I see the gas station. I jammed the brakes, dude. Like something happened. I had to hit the brakes hard to make the turn, and they worked. All the brakes worked. No shit. I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" So we pull over, and Steve's like, "What happened?" I was like, "The brakes just worked, dude. They just worked." And he's like, "I saw that, man." And I was like, "I don't even know what the hell's going on." So we start, and I was like, "Maybe, maybe they're coming back to good." We yeah. were thinking the altitude, you know, maybe, wow. maybe the altitude did something. I, I have no idea. So. We take back off, and then they go back to not working, hmm. working like shit again. So we're just moseying along. But as long as I had a long distance, I was fine. Yeah. So this whole time is, what are we going to do when we hit Flagstaff and I got to come down the 17? Uneventful from all the way there to Flag. We go going into Flag, and I was like, okay, I could unload the Jeep, 
call AAA, have them pick up the truck, and see if they'll tow the trailer too. If not, I put the trailer on the Jeep. It'd be super steep, you know what I mean, even with an eight inch drop. But so we're sitting there, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to bug everybody again. Everybody's yeah. waiting, and I felt horrible. So I was like, I, we, I was like, fuck it, let's just go. And we start to go. I get crazy nervous, like over the top nervous, sick to my stomach. So I have to take the first exit, and I, I go into that Tillamook Park, whatever the hell it's called, some little park. Anyway, I pull off towards eighty nine, and I'm like, I just gotta take, I gotta take a breath. I gotta take a piss. I'm gonna take a breath. I'm gonna take, and I swear to you, dude, no BS. All I pictured was crashing. All I could see is this is not going to make this hill. Gonna, I'm going to crash. On the downhill. On like, the downhill. You're going to accelerate and have I no won't breaks. be able to control it, and I'm going to just – I was hoping that I would be going slow enough that I could just drop it into a ditch. I 100% expected to have to put it in the side of the road. God damn. So like an idiot, I decided I'm going to go ahead and go, <laughs> right? So, Because <laughs> I didn't want to inconvenience anybody anymore. We're so close to being home. Yeah. And – um so I we just started off, dude. I, like once I took the piss, took a deep breath, and made peace with God. I know that, that sounds stupid, but that's exactly what I did. I was like, please just make me let me get down this hill, fucking sound. You know what I mean? I was like, the grandkids need me. I'm supposed to be here. You know, let's yeah. go. So we roll off. Um, I tell Chris, jump out in front because my biggest fear. While I was taking a piss, he's like. What do you think, dude? I was like, I really thought I'd have a lot more confidence by now, but I don't have any fucking confidence in these brakes. So I said, my biggest fear is if I go around a turn and everybody's at a dead stop because there's always crashes on the 17 all the time. So, so at any rate, um, and it's a Sunday, huh? No, Saturday, which is good. So we didn't run into any tra- major traffic and no crashes. The next day was totally Daryl and those guys got caught for two hours in it. So there's always a crash yeah. every weekend. Well, on Sunday, everyone's coming back down that freeway into town. Exactly. So at any rate, I, tell, I don't know who said it, Chris or myself. One of us says it, and we said, get out front and just run the eyes. If you round a corner, this was funny. I got a couple things about Chris, too. So Chris is going to go out and tell me if everybody's at a dead stop. That fucking guy is so far away. <laughs> I was like, the accident could happen between you and me, bro. Like, what are you doing way out there a mile ahead of us? You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't barely see him. So then he's slowing down, and I'm... At one point, he's pulled off on the side of the road, and I'm coming down, and he's trying to get in front of me. And I'm like, if I have to slow down because of you, you cause the slowdown, bro. Like, this isn't going to work. So at any rate, we get rolling. I tell Steve, the very first big hill, I'm just going to put it in low and see what I can hold this at. Mm-hmm. You know. And I thought, I don't care if I go down in first gear, four-wheel drive granny. I'm going to walk it down the mountain yeah. once I got moving. So I was put on the hazards, right, and cruising the shoulder. We get moving. There's actually no major hills all the way into Camp Verde, like past Camp Verde all the way to Quartz Junction. No, there's like one big hill, right? And easily the road isn't like a windy twisty like I came through in Silverton. I could do 50 miles an hour on the road. Yeah. So second gear was There might easy. be a couple surprise turns, but like- not. That's what I thought, but there's not. I know this thing like the back of my I head. You, I, think, dude, I think you blacked out for a while. No. Dude. <laughs> I don't think you were there. I never touched the Jesus brakes. Jesus took the wheel. I know. <laughs> Jesus took that's the wheel. That's funny. I never touched the brakes all the way to Cords Junction. Yeah. The turnoff for Payson, dude, or Prescott. Prescott. Never touched the brakes. I was like, this is awesome. So- then we start up one of the big hills, and and you don't know. I've never climbed those hills yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's that massive-ass hill. Dude, you see it's huge. So I make it up that, no problem. Pulled it at 50 miles an hour. I was like, this is dope. So we get going. I hear on the radio, Mike, flat tire, flat tire, flat tire. He starts barking out flat tire. I look in the – you know, I felt the road hop. Oh, excuse me. I felt everything starting to bounce, but yeah. that was the whole way. So um, 
it was very common across the Mexicans or not Mexicans of New Mexico. It was very hoppy. Yeah, like uh, this road sucked. Like driving to uh, Moab. Yeah, I it's, kept it's bumpy and like two lanes and I kept thinking it's going to rip the hitch off because that that hitch is just or the receiver hitch part thing or whatever is just aluminum, and I was like. <laughs> This is crazy, <laughs> dude. That's what I kept thinking. That, That's what the chains are for. Bro, it's like three pounds. It doesn't even weigh anything. I'm like, how is this rated at 10,000 pounds, dude? Actually, 8,000 pounds. Oh. And the whole setup was like 7,500. I'm yeah. like, it's not actually 8,000 at one and it breaks. No. It's got to go to at least 10. You know what it's I mean? It's got to be like 10, 20% above that. Yeah. So I figured out safe. I tried to ignore it, which I yeah. did eventually. But So anyway, um, we're going. So luck, luck and unluckily. The tire blew on the trailer just at the bottom of a, of a saddle of a hill. Oh. So, and there was a little spot because there was an on-ramp. As soon as he said it, I started banking right for the shoulder, and I almost wiped out a car. I wasn't looking. I was just pulling over. And she saw the, the tire going bad, so she pulled back, you know. And, and anyways, let me go across. I get on the shoulder. Chris stops. I'm stopped. And now we're on this big-ass bottom of this huge hill that we got to climb. And I'm thinking, this thing's never going to take off again, dude. So we get out. Um, Steve's got that big old huge 20, 20 ton bottle jack. He's like, yeah, I'll throw this under there. It won't fit under the trailer. <laughs> so he has to jack the side of the trailer up. He to got get, that for his truck, huh? Yeah. The front wheels well, or whatever. Or? To pick up the trailer with the Jeep on it because yeah. it's mo- monstrous. Does it fit under his? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, his oh. is a lot taller than mine. Okay. So <clears throat> at any rate, we were able to jack it up, jack up the frame, slide mine under, and eventually got it up. No big deal. We're having a blast. Change the tire, throw it on. Everything's golden. Um, Steve also had a bad tire at a gas station previously. Damn. We swapped it out on his trailer. Don blew two trailer tires out on the way home. Anyway, both on the same side. We think the front head was down to just a rim. So we were kind of, we, he probably drove on that flat and it took out the back one. You know what I mean? Damn. That's what we were thinking. Yeah. So, cause just the front know, one's gone <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the back one was just broke. So anyway, both of my tires. Well, or the load on one wheel now. Yeah, that's true too. Totally delaminated. So anyway, um, uh, bah, bah, bah. So when he, so we get the tire changed, no big deal. You know what's funny about this is I have the ARB, right? Mm-hmm. Two times this happened to me over the week. I went to air up, and I turned the ARB on. It kicks on. And you know how Chris Gilpin's always got problems with his ARB? It's like it's always dying or sticking yeah. on or something's always wrong with it. So it, mine won't, it won't pump up. It won't turn on. I'm flicking the switch. I'm checking this. I'm like, it must have blown a fuse. Check the fuse. The fuse is good. I'm like, why the hell is it doing it? I just never plugged the damn thing in. Uh, Two times the coupler wasn't in, and it just pressurized that one section. So you just unplug it so it doesn't like draw off the Jeep or something? No, it's no, no, no. The air hose itself wasn't. It uh-huh. sit, seated in the chuck. So it just... And you're sure tank. the guys weren't just doing that to mess with you? Dude, I was, it happened two times. But I was just so off kilter yeah. from all the shit that was going wrong, I thought for sure it was broke too. So anyway, I get the tire because the, the spare, I brought two spare tires for the trailer, thankfully. And the second one wasn't aired up all the way. No big deal. So now I'm worried about taking off on the hill. But remember I, showed, I told you I, on a couple episodes ago that how this torque converter works yeah. and it has the the doubling effect by spinning the other one really yeah. fast has those fins that go backwards. So I'm looking down the road. I see a little gap. I was like, the hell with it. I stand in it, bro. Like I just stomp the gas. And that is, I think how you're supposed to drive it because it spins that fast while it's in the stall part. Well, of you're the torque putting converter. the most power now to the wheels. Well, yeah. And it spins that shit up fast. So it gets your RPMs where the torque range is before the torque converter locks. Mm. Right. If you roll into it slow, it's just moving that you don't get it fast enough and it won't take off. I think it's meant to be stood on, like getting it. Cause I yeah, look but back, like, but think of like diesel trucks. They don't even rev up that high. 
They're meant to run. No, run. but their stall is different. Oh, okay. The stall converter be different, and their torque spot is different. Gotcha. So I have to be at least 2,400 to get to the torque, right? So at any rate, um, dude, I just looked over, standing on the gas. I'm so worried about the gap. I hear Steve's like, dude, that truck took off like a fucking <laughs> rocket, bro. <laughs> 50 miles an hour like that, just in a split second. Get up there, pop it in a second, takes off, climbs the hill at 50 miles an hour, no problem, up and over. And I was like, I think we're going to do this, dudes. And so – we had we we're we we're having a good time by then, and then there's that one section on Sunset Point that has those couple sharp three or yeah. four turns, and it's on the edge sort of. That was my biggest fear, dude. But you can take all that at 50 miles an hour, and oh, yeah. it, it would hold in 50 miles an there's hour. There's just a few gear. people that do it at like 100. Yeah, you're normally doing 80 to 100, yeah. so it's always super scary. Yeah. But at 50, it's nothing, dude. Yeah. So I'm just chilling, like you know, cruising, and uh, that was it. Totally uneventful all the way home. But good. But awesome, yeah, and no, it worked. Good, it's uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I only touched the brakes like three times from, um, well, from flag home. That's it. Damn. Just to get off on the 303 and when you I could do cutting brakes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, my plan now is uh, I have a love hate relationship with that truck. Oh, yeah. So, well, you need to get it back to, back to running. I need to get some decent brakes on there and fix that catalytic converter and that'll be fine. That truck is still, even if I put 2,000 bucks into it, the truck's still worth more than that. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a good deal, so I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, it's just a lot of extra work. Yeah. But when I got home, dude, dude, I'm all rested and yeah. I feel fine. I can put the car away, no problem. You know, even if you got to unload it all, it's a big pain in the ass. But you're, you're not exhausted. When I come home in the Jeep, I put that in and barely make it out of the Jeep. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're so tired. So that's it. Trailers are for boats. <laughs> <laughs> the truck tried to kill me. I know that was a long time, so that's why we were splitting this into two. Next, we'll be wheeling. So uh, I know some You're people. Split this episode into two. Yeah. No. This will oh. be one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll do the willing next. Should right we? on. That's Sorry, it. Max. You didn't get to say anything. That was perfect. It was another mic episode. Yeah, I was gonna take a nap. I was, I was gonna like leave for a while. <laughs> I saw you getting bored, and I'm and sweating. I, you know, like and I turned the. I did see that. It's funny because when you're not paying attention because you were doing that, I start to feel like this story's super gay. <laughs> so I start sweating. I get hot like I'm on stage. You know. I thought you were just hot because you were at the temperature. Yeah, not you're all gay. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> not homo. Anyways, uh, that's it. Um, that's the new truck. Yeah, good and, and bad. And it fits in. It fits into your life. Perfect, dude. I felt like it's the same as everything else. <laughs> such a chaotic loser. That's what I feel like. I see Steve in his beautiful ninety thousand dollar truck yeah. and his trailer and everything about it is beautiful, and I'm like, God, I suck. Yeah. I failed at life, bro. Dude, you need to invent some type of insulation product. Something, yeah. There you go. Yeah, recycling. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Just go Steve. around to people's trash cans till you figure out recycling. Yeah, there it's you go. Just, uh, you it, yeah, it. I haven't made it where I want to make it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, yeah, uh, that's it. I don't have anything else for now. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a friend. Thanks. Peace. <laughs>